0: Steve, and I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yep. All right, let's get it. So, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next. We appreciate you all always staying tuned for the different uh, videos and content we try to put out um, all the time. So, we want to say thank you to that. Shout out, as usual, to all the haters that are out there.
1: Shout out.
0: We have continued to end up seeing people say different interesting things. And honestly, I can say for myself personally, it does motivate us. And we'll continue to end up putting out new content. Before anything else, we are going to get into some big things. Uh, We'll talk about the meme stuff before we do fast break and everything else. Uh, As a lot of you all probably have heard, Shiba Inu has continued to go up. It went down for a second because if you all pay attention to Twitter, you notice that someone reached out to Elon Musk saying, do you hold any Shiba? And Elon Musk says, no, I don't hold any Shiba. And at one point, Shiba Inu was valued at less than Dogecoin. But today it was getting close to end up passing the market cap of Doge, which everyone knows is like the king of the meme stocks and the meme cryptos. And today Shiba Inu passed it. So it was a huge thing because it pushed Shiba Inu into the top 10 for anyone out there that does own Shiba Inu. You guys probably got money, got banks. So make sure you take profit with that. Don't end up just holding it all because uh, I'll tell you guys in a little bit. But the saying is, you can live by the meme. Cryptos, you can die by the mean cryptos. Don't go down with the shit. Make sure to get out. There's a lot of other stocks out there that people say, hold on forever. Don't hold on to anything forever. You got to make sure to take some off the top and then you can keep the rest out there. But with Shiba Inu going up, everyone always wants to find out all right, who's the next biggest crypto? It's the same thing in sports. When Khalil Herbert started doing well um, for the Chicago Bears, uh, they're like, all right, who's going to be the next Herbert? When even Justin Herbert was doing good for the Chargers. All right, who's going to be the next one? You're always trying to think of the next one. So it's not no different for mean cryptos. And you start to see ones like Doji Lon Mars. There's another one um, out there like Kuma. And then you have random other ones. But I got to give a shout out to the Floki family out there to be in shout a out. Floki Viking. Uh, you guys definitely have done well. You just hit a $1 billion market cap. That's one that the show, digital Twitter, we did end up highlighting at one point. Just wanted to get into that. We'll dive in the cryptos in a second, but before anything else, we got to get into the fast break. And so this is something I have not even showed Stephen yet either. So I hope you're ready for it, Stephen. It's nothing never crazy.
1: <laughs> never so ready for these. Did you see this one? No, God. Okay. So just watch it.
0: The fact that how on and timing, it's not just him. Like a couple others do it. There's one that. Oh wait, wait, wait. So,
1: just- okay. So, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so he got
0: on. And if you see all those people, they're all waiting for the same trains. But in certain countries. So
1: this, this train is moving at a bajillion miles an hour. And they're Probably- trying to jump on.
0: Yep, you'll see another person. I don't know if this is the one that falls. Well, he gets on easily. Clearly, you wouldn't even know that the train was moving the way he got on. Then you oh, got homeboy right yo. here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that- oh, that's his boy. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're go- no. <laughs> yo. You ain't making it.
0: And then I there hey, might bro. be one more. Yeah, there's like bro, one that's or two like, more.
1: That's thousands of people.
0: Then they all are like, all right, we got the timer down to this shit. But yeah, that's a lot. They're not all making it on this train.
1: Yo, why is it not stopping?
0: <laughs> so that was the uh fast break video that we had. Uh we'll get into some other things. I want to talk about uh I want to why yo, why <laughs> is it
1: why why is it not stopping? And obviously this thing this happens every day because yeah. those guys are he timed it too well. Those guys are way too calm. Mm-hmm. My first guy, my guy All in the right, orange shirt. Was like he practiced like these these people practice this shit all the time. Like it's it's like they practice at home. They mm-hmm. have a pole in the middle of their room, and they're yep. they're running by and they're grabbing it and trying. They they got probably they probably got great shoulder muscles. Absolutely, course, you saw the one strength. guy. He was not got up. they got they got they got a core. Yeah, I, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what whatever. I don't, That was that was not what I was expecting. But <laughs> all right. But so, my my one guy. He lost his boy and he's oh, not seeing did. him the rest of the day all
0: right i'll catch you later that was hey, like that was like home.
1: that was like some lion king shit when <laughs> when mufasa let uh let him go into the into the oncoming wildebeest or whatever Scar said,
0: yeah you gone
1: yeah it's, that's yeah her. whatever that's what i say mufasa yeah 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 that's
0: all yeah same thing so other thing i want to bring up and we won't touch too much on it yet but talk about the quick slants for this
1: week <laughs> oh man um so, basically, Penn State football right now is in a very um, unfortunate spot, we'll say, I guess. Um, I, so, you know me as, as well as anybody, right, when it, comes mm-hmm. to, when it comes to Penn State football and how I react to things. You can probably attest to this. that I've gotten a lot better at reacting <laughs> or not overreacting to things as the season goes on. Lost to Iowa, that sucked. We lost to Illinois in nine overtimes. That was wild. Hell yeah! You know, it's it, it's probably equivalent to like four overtimes if you really break it down. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it doesn't matter because that's how it goes. Nine overtimes. So, and this this happens quite quite often now that we lose games we shouldn't lose. We lose two games in a row. And the season is is effectively over. Yeah, the season is effectively over. So for the quick glance this week, I wanted to do a therapy session for all Penn state fans. So I put it out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I texted, you know, a bajillion people, everyone I knew who would, who would contribute to this. And I sent and I said, send me all of your questions, comments, concerns, regarding this team, the program right now, a lot of people want the want head the head coach James Franklin gone. I will get into everything, and I will say my two cents. Anybody who knows me knows what I'm gonna say, and I've said it for the last eight years now since he's been the head coach. Um, but it's it's like a you know we have the state of the union for the with the president. Mm-hmm. This is the state of state of Penn State football's program right now. And this is probably the lowest point that we've been under James Franklin, losing to a two and five Illinois team. Um, we have Ohio State Saturday night in Columbus, um, seven thirty on ABC. Um, no one is picking us to win, which is fine. That's expected. No one yeah. picks us to beat them any year anyway. So this is no different. Um, but we're in a very, um, you know, awkward spot. Um, people want people want James Franklin gone. Some people just don't know what they want. You know, you know, there's a, uh, do we pay him? All that kind of good stuff. So I will get into everything regarding Penn State football. And this, this quick slant might be a little bit longer than than usual because I have a lot to say and everyone do. I got about 30 questions that I'm, I'm going to yeah. go through. Um, so I'll put it out maybe a little later than than usual tomorrow. Um, just Cause I'm going to try and spend a lot of time and be diligent and thorough and thoughtful and give, um, give the people what they want as they say. So all, you know, I'll post it on Twitter and everything and let everybody know when it's going to come out. Um, it'll still be around like that eight or nine o'clock, um, tomorrow time frame. So yeah, it's been, um, I've been thinking about this all week. I've been pumped about this all week. I knew what I was getting myself into when I said, you know, make it a therapy session and send me everything. And mm-hmm. the first one I got, the first thing I got was I sent it out. And the first response I got was we fucking suck. And I was like, damn, <laughs> it's gonna be like this. And that was, and I got most of it. I got most of everything on Monday, and it's kind of filtered in. But I was like, damn, that's the first thing I got. It's gonna be a long week. So, oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I'm very pumped about it. It should be, uh, it should probably be my best one during the season, unless we beat Ohio State, and then next week will be even better. But I think tomorrow will be probably my best one of the season.
0: So, what I want to let everyone know about is. For everyone that caught the episode last week, also shout out to everyone that watched it last week. We absolutely saw an uptick in the views from last week. But Steven's progression throughout the week of talking about the quick slants till the game itself is just ridiculous. I remember when he talked about it saying, we heard Sean Clifford may not be practicing when Sean Clifford did practice. Then it was like, all right, the brother that's a backup might be the one playing. Who the hell really knows to all right, we better not lose to Illinois, even though we're coming off a bye week I'm like, God damn, like all this happened in a week. So now here we are now.
1: I have, I have my sources. I know, like I, I trust a lot of people. I know, I know Penn State football. I, I, I understand the pulse of the people who I know, know Penn State football. And I understand the pulse of, you know, Nittany Nation and the fan base and everything. And, how, how passionate everybody is. And um, I mean, it's, it's easy to talk about and e- it's easy to follow all this stuff and, and know um, know what's going on and pay attention to it and have, have to, you know, like we talked about last week, with Skip Bayless and all those guys. I genuinely care and like genuinely mm-hmm. believe in what I say. And you know me, I, I say some pretty outlandish things, but I actually believe those things. Yeah. So, you know, if I say Penn State's going to lose to Ohio State this weekend, or if I say they're going to beat them one way or another, I'm generally going to believe what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the support that everyone's been giving for this and all the listens. And I know I know the people who are going to listen to it um, and I get good feedback. I get people telling me what they want to, you know, what they want me to talk about. what They don't want, want me to talk about, you know, any sort of um any sort of feedback is always is always welcome. So um, I mean, we're just getting started with this, so we're just gonna mm-hmm. it's just gonna get ramped up, and especially if we get a couple get a couple wins in there, and we'll just go from season to season, week to week, and yeah, we'll just keep killing it with this, you know.
0: So we'll jump into some. Yo, news.
1: shout out to ODU. I know. Yo.
0: <laughs> to ODU Thank you. The Sun Belt, right? I know. That's it. So. So my big thing about that is, I had a feeling we, everyone that knows me, so I was, I've been at ODU, when I first visited ODU, we were nothing, so what Stephen is saying right now, that means more to me than a hell of a lot of people, because we went from the FCS, then, which is not the majors of college football. Then we came over to like the CUSA, and even before the CUSA, we were doing something. But then CUSA, shout out to CU for giving us his offensive coordinator, and that's what told me something's happening. I I have my little sources, but that's kind of what told me. All right, we're getting this big name coach for us, big name coach that's going to come down there. There ain't no goddamn way we going to continue playing these different teams we're playing. Mm-hmm. And you know what that also means? That's more money that they're going to be bringing in. So shout out to them. I will also say Taylor Heineke was a big part of this, Zach Pascal, because if the people that were before the players now didn't do what they did, it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be at this point.
1: And it's just continuous. I believe that the win against Virginia Tech helped. I know we got
0: destroyed against Wake Forest, but Wake Forest is a ranked team. So us playing a ranked team is also a big thing. So for us going to the Sun Belt, I don't normally go to ODU football games, but I will always rep ODU. But now I will start be going to more of the yeah. ODU games because this is also the point. Steve and I have talked about this. Getting like season tickets to uh, college football teams. I have them for the NFL, but college football, this is a time when a lot more season tickets will start to be bought for the um, ODU. Just because when it's a Sunbelt, you'll get more competition. I don't think mm-hmm. the Sunbelt is their last step. At one point when I was there, and this is a huge source that is around there the end goal is to get closer to the acc it'll take a hell of a long time but because of where od was located it's smack dab in the middle of all that yep this is not one to two years this is like almost 15 years to 20 years down the road <clears throat> but anyone that's out there that's seen where we were to now anything's possible at this point we played virginia sure. Tech twice so who the hell really knows and that's what I'll say about that. I do yeah, want to end up. That's, that's huge, a big, dude. Yeah, huge.
1: Huge. It's a really
0: big thing. And I know that Taylor, Zach, and all them, long story short, when I was down there, I used to drive the golf cart uh, helping the football players that would get injured. So we used to talk <laughs> shit like all the time. So you can imagine me having three big-ass offensive linemen in the golf cart and us trying to get up a hill. That shit ain't happening. So I, I know most of the football players that are down there, they're hyped for it. We normally get a lot of our talent from the Virginia Roads, the Hampton Roads area. We can now scout and recruit farther out. Mm-hmm. Taylor was a big one from Georgia. And fun fact, Taylor was not even the starter when he first came in. He only became the starter because the quarterback we had starting, let's just leave it at that. He wasn't the greatest. But the rest <laughs> is history. So now we'll get into some other major news if I can find it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, we'll get into uh, cryptocurrency. And then we'll get back into everything else. But uh, what I want to show every month to start. So Bitcoin, I told you all last week or so that Bitcoin hit a new all-time high. And it did pull back. So the market currently is sitting at a hole of $2.4 trillion. That's around like what Amazon and Microsoft are as a single company. Microsoft is sitting around $2.1 trillion. And then Amazon is up there. But the bigger thing is. What Bitcoin is doing, it's holding there. According to Plan B's model, we need to stay above sixty-three thousand heading into October thirty-first for the monthly close. And at this point, we are still sitting well. Um, Looking at charts and stuff, a lot of liquidation did happen. So, liquidated a lot of longs. So, a lot of people did sell. And. I still believe and I'm still confident in the market. Nothing has wavered. I've been in it this far. I remember four or five years ago when people would end up talking about finances, I would always just say Bitcoin. Now I go into the barbershop and I tell my barber to get Bitcoin. So I'm gonna still tell you all just to believe and hold on strong. If you notice what's sitting at number four, it's Tether. But so Bitcoin's at number one, Ethereum's at 3,900 and fuck to all the gas fees that are out there for Ethereum. That's the thing that's holding Ethereum back because it costs a lot to end up like buying and selling NFTs and also when new cryptocurrencies are uh, created on top of the Ethereum blockchain, the gas fees go up and that's always been the biggest thing. So we are looking for E2.0 when it becomes staking. Binance Coin, shout out to CZ and them over there because they continue to hold on to that number three spot. Cardano's sitting up there. Solana's up there at 183. And then we have XRP. Then we have Polkadot. And the big one that changed was number nine, Shiba Inu. It surpassed uh, Dogecoin and Dogecoin is sitting currently at number 11. So everyone out there that's been holding Shiba Inu for a long time, congratulations. If you have not heard of or seen Shiba Inu, I will show you guys the chart really quick. It's actually wild when you do see this stuff because we'll just do a year chart. So that's what a lot of people have looked at. That's the chart of Shiba Inu. And anything like that, you know, it's not going to continue going up forever. So whenever they talk about... Up and to the right, this is what they mean by up and to the right. And it's something that makes sure you just take your profits. It will continue to grow. But since it's at such a huge market cap, it's not going to grow at the same rate that it has been growing. Um, if anyone out there is looking for a secondary option, if I can find it, I'll end up showing it to you. But I would recommend, and since I have to say this because you guys be thinking that I'm your financial advisor, I'm not. But just end up Make sure
1: you sure- let people know that.
0: Yeah, I know. If we don't, I can get in trouble for it. And I'm like, all right. The only thing I never understand about that is so when Steven and I talk about fantasy football and saying I think you should pick up Elijah Mitchell. I don't have to say I'm not a fantasy football advisor. Like You don't got to say that shit. But when it's with cryptocurrency and stuff, you have to because people end up taking you that much serious. But so the other one I wanted to mention is
1: also there's there's money involved in fantasy football. So, like, I mean, it's basically the same thing.
0: It's the same goddamn thing. Yep. It's all Russia roulette at the end of this the day. It's
1: goddamn thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if you notice also a Floki, there are a bunch of other Floki aspects that are there. You have Floki, Baby Moon Floki, Shiva Floki. Only one I care about is Floki Inu and Floki Vikings. Biggest part about that is they have put up what marketing. Names, in, bro. <laughs> I know. <you're> right <laughs> right. <laughs> and <I'm, laughs> biggest thing about it is they have done marketing in Miami, London, they are also doing marketing other parts of the United States. And I start to notice, I'm pretty sure in Spain, they started doing marketing there as well. But since this doesn't want to load, just end up going to look for Floki, and then you guys should be fine if you're looking for another meme coin that can be going up there. Big news I want to talk about. So if you all remember when we do our, um, if you can have dinner with four different people, past or present, I brought up Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk, the genius he is, although some people might say he's weird, and then he named his uh, latest child because nobody knows how to actually pronounce it. Oh,
1: whoa. Yo, we need it. to we need to chop up that soundbite, that one second right there, and we're going to use that at some point throughout every single episode that we do together. Unbelievable. cannot believe you just busted that out. Wow. And I brought
0: that up because first off congratulations to tesla because it is now officially worth over one trillion dollars and it hit an all-time high of That's crazy. well 1094 i apologize but the bigger part is elon musk they have tracked in morgan stanley which is a company i do a lot of research on elon musk is currently on track to be the first trillionaire and it's thanks to spacex which is another one of his companies it has not gone public yet so they're saying when that company goes public, because life is too boring for Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, if they want to go to Mars and outer space, that's when they'll make a lot more of their money. So Elon Musk um, is on track to become the first trillionaire. I think it's wild, but I do believe it's possible between him owning uh, Tesla, SpaceX, he also helped purchase Solar City, And then he is a part of, other companies too. He was a big proponent. I'm pretty sure it was PayPal. Um, So there's various different ways he's made his money. And congratulations to him. Another story I ended up wanting to just bring up before anything else, FTX. So we talked about FTX and Crypto.com a lot. I'm going to be hyped to watch the Super Bowl. I don't give a damn who's going to be in the Super Bowl. All that, But Crypto Exchange, FTX, if you remember, it's going to be called FTX Arena. They've done a lot um, for the Miami Heat. A whole section got money in cryptocurrency, then they also helped everybody in the arena become a part of cryptocurrency. The only caveat was you had to have an FTX account. So it's a genius move that you have to have an FTX account and they're giving you Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So shout out to them. But the big news is they are going to have a 30-second ad a time at the Super
1: Bowl. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's worth it's a lot. around like $6 a million. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's
1: a and long time.
0: 90- million people normally watch the super bowl so you can imagine how many eyes are going to now focus on cryptocurrency just because of this so congratulations to what ftx is doing out there that's a huge thing another thing i wanted to end up letting you all know about is asset managers that are worth over 75 billion dollars are starting to add the bitcoin etf um that's another huge thing Because a lot of people were wondering, like, who's going to end up getting into the futures ETF? And there's your answer that it's going to be. A lot of asset managers, they feel more comfortable getting into cryptocurrency this way. Something else I wanted to bring up, just because there are people out there that do end up following and listening to Robinhood. So (laughs) Robinhood, shout out to them. They Uh just had their earnings report not too long ago. And in their earnings report, it wasn't necessarily good. So last quarter, they made a lot of money, and most of the money they made was actually off of Dogecoin. Well, Dogecoin did pull back, so a lot of their cryptocurrency revenue ended up dropping as well, which in turn ended up having their price drop, but they're still trying to gain a lot of the trust back from uh, their clients and the people that supported Robinhood. If you remember the beginning, they were for the people, by the people, but it kind of changed with the whole GameStop Uh scenario and Sega that went on. So they had to end up getting a lot of trust back. They started stopping different people from getting involved. Now they're trying to get back into cryptocurrency. And their stock at one point was over $70. It's now sitting at around $36. And when it released, it was around 70. So for it to make that big of a drop, that's a huge thing. And people are weary. There's a lot of people that are like, we're not gonna support Robinhood or do anything like that. So make sure to pay attention to what Robinhood does In that sense, another thing is, I got to say a huge shout out to Facebook. They are focusing on the the metaverse. And not just a little bit, but they're going to invest $10 billion into the metaverse. And I got to give a big shout out to uh, (laughs) Uh, Alt Anonymous and the Luxo team. Because right before I hopped on here, I was talking with them just about Luxo and the future of what Luxo is doing. And we started talking about VR, so virtual reality, and what Facebook is going to do. And they asked, like, a Facebook they think will be around uh, in the next five to 10 years. And I had to tell them 1,000% absolutely yes. And for many different reasons. In terms of their social media aspect and the content they put out there when it comes to, like, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and stuff, it might not be on that same level because there's going to be other companies that are out there that are doing decentralized things. One in particular, and I don't like the person behind it. But the company that Donald Trump is working with, that social media, is the vision that a lot of people want to end up having for social media. It's a decentralized aspect, and that's what we want. Only thing is, we don't like the person that is doing it. That's the huge thing. So mm-hmm. being able to separate the human being from the we. company itself, yeah, we, 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 <laughs> no. So we. that's the big thing. Facebook, I do believe, will be around. It's worth over a trillion dollars. All these one trillion dollar companies are not just going to disappear in thin air. There are so many people out there, even the older demographic, that are still using Facebook. So, dude, it,
1: it if one person stops using Facebook, that There's another there. person, another another person creates an account. Yes, you got the old heads that are going. to... Dude, it's just a it's just a, a the circle of life. A exactly, bunch of old bunch of old heads drop off, bunch of new young Thundercats come along, mm-hmm. and. And climb on board. It's just how it mm-hmm. goes. And Twitter's going to be the same way. Instagram's going to be the same, the same way. Yeah. It's how, just how it goes. So, so no worries going, going away.
0: We always do like what we're drinking and stuff like that. So, today I had to bring it back with the homie Jamie. So, I have just Jameson on the rocks. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so, but So nasty. <laughs> before oh. we. I'll end the cryptocurrency segment with this. I was listening to a good buddy of mine uh, on Twitter. His name is Crypto Daddy. He has his own like podcast that he does. And he sat down with Energy Ledger. And I thought it was really cool what they did because they were talking about their focus is on energy and making sure, I mean, not energy, oil, and just the natural gas and all that aspect and making sure that we're paying more of an attention to it instead of us just wasting hmm. it right now. And what I learned from that, everyone will take different snippets from it, but what I learned from it is I didn't know there's an oil ship in the middle of the Red Sea that nobody is taking care of. And I kid you not, anyone can go look this up. There's an oil ship in the middle of the Red Sea that over years uh, is going to continue to deteriorate and all the oil is just going to flood into the water. And the reason is water got into the oil ship. So at that point, it's already starting to sink. And all the oil barrels that are on top of it, which they said were like millions, All the oil barrels that are on top of it and in it is going to drop into the Red Sea and people might think, oh, okay, like that doesn't affect me. Wrong. It affects everybody because as (laughs) soon as that oil gets into all of the Red Sea, that's affecting all the animals that are there. And you still might be like, all right, that still doesn't affect me. It does because then the humans and the people out there that use that for their livelihood or end up catching the fish, or end up killing the birds and stuff, Mm -hmm. now it's starting to come and affect you. Because also Mm -hmm. the surrounding cities and areas that are there, that are losing their jobs, if they die off and the Red Sea dies off, then those animals, what if you ate a bird that ate a fish that was in the oil right there? All right, then it's going to affect you. Also think about how they say that um, COVID ended up happening. So then when you end up bringing it that way, you start to realize that this Red Sea aspect does affect us. But the bigger thing is, it's not as easy as, hey, Steven, let's go get the ship and bring it out. No, because you have to go through, like, rules, regulations, the European Union. Everyone has to get involved to make sure to approve it and get it out. And they say if it lasts too long, then that whole ship's going to go down and it's going to mess up the whole Red Sea. But that's all I wanted to talk about with that over there. I got to say shout out to everyone on Twitter that say that I end up giving Alpha, slides to drop some knowledge right there. In terms of the cryptocurrency world, Before we get into the NFL, we got to talk about the greatest trade that has happened in the history of trades. Steven can end up letting me know his thoughts. But on one side, the receiving side of it, this person received two signed jerseys and a helmet from a blank player, one signed blank Mm -hmm. jersey and game please, $1,000 to a certain NFL team store, Mm -hmm. two season tickets for 2021 and 2022 that's all cool and all and then one bitcoin and this is my friend that ended up just not even realizing he got the football that was the 600s football from mike evans that tom brady threw so tom brady and his team ended up making sure that they got this 600s football back i more so don't think tom brady cares as much as everybody around him that was like yo like this shit keep it like hold on to it because they were saying like an auctions the value of what it is right now hundreds of thousands of dollars mike Evans surely did not know that was the case because he just said uh here you go but so what are your thoughts on the whole trade and the deal and then also give me your thoughts on when people are saying that this isn't enough
1: i mean if you're a a bucks fan like or if if that happened to me if I'm at, if I'm at a Steelers game and I, you know, uh, if um, Chase Claypool gave me Ben Roethlisberger's 600 touch, uh, touchdown pass um, and I gave it back and they were like, we'll give you this. And they, you, they rattled off what you just rattled off. Yeah. All right. Sign me the hell oh, up, bro. Yeah, exactly. bro. I yeah. got so much wall space. I can use game tickets. Like mm-hmm. yeah, bro. You can turn you can turn those game tickets into money. You can you. I mean, you have all the memorabilia. Like what was it again? What all? What all yeah. did he get? So
0: he got two signed jersey jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Does it? Uh, Tom Brady jerseys.
0: Yes, two signed jerseys and helmet from Tom Brady. He got one signed Mike Evans jersey and game cleats. All right, 1, I mean, like, bro, like, no, like you know, nobody else is like you're not getting that anywhere else, bro. And he didn't even have to barter that hard to get that much.
1: And he's not, he's, and he's not paying for that stuff. No, they're giving like, it to you him know, because like, he gave away this ball. And people, people don't even realize how much that shit goes for. Game yes. cleats, bro. You don't, you don't just get that helmet. You don't just get that jerseys. A thousand dollars
0: to the Bucks team store, too,
1: bro. That can that can get you that can get you like a t-shirt but cool like yeah. you know <laughs> they can get they can get i can get you a t-shirt and I, you know but I, yeah sign me the hell up bro
0: yeah and absolutely
1: season tickets so that
0: easily the two. value of it because if the ravens are worth
1: i one, but two two two
0: and he's not in the upper nosebleeds you know they got him some good seats so, on average, the two-season tickets are going to worth over $2,000. So, that's a value of over $4,000 for two years. Because as long as Tom Brady's there, they can increase the price. And I have heard they have increased the price a little bit on those
1: tickets. So, two. I wonder for- if um, if that was his seat or is that, like, his homeboy seat or that's something. That's a good
0: question. That's a good-ass question. If, that,
1: if, that's, if that's his seat, then that's his stuff. But if that's his boys or, like, he bought them from, you know, some guy on StubHub or whatever – and if I'm that guy on SubHub, I'm calling him up, be like, "Yo, my guy, shit. You know, my guy, I will come find you, and I will kick your ass, and I will get I all that shit. You got, you got to give me a jersey, you got to give me a cleat, something. Not two cleats, you got to give me the cleat. Oh, the pair. Well, to, we'll work out the schedule for for the games and everything, and what we'll, we'll, you know. But if that's what the if that's if that's if that's what the scenario is, but yeah, I and mean, then Bitcoin, yeah." Like,
0: that's a huge deal yeah i don't need it depends on who you are like if you're a huge cryptocurrency person you think damn you got a Bitcoin." and the crazy way how he got that this is how g tom brady is he was just talking to people and said you know what? i'm even gonna like throw in a bitcoin ftx let's hook him up if yeah bitcoin yeah. ftx said okay didn't,
1: didn't he do that on monday night exactly yes yeah you know and hey you know what they say these bitches love sosa you know they do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's really what happened. Yeah. So
0: that was the big thing. Cause honestly, some people, and I always tell people this, the people that are saying, Oh, he should have asked for more are the people that don't have it. If you have it, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that was a good ass. Yeah. Deal he made. You don't have to do nothing. That's like me having some Dr. Dre beats headphones that he wore and me giving it away, not realizing it. Like I just got stuff that I didn't come to the game even expecting. So that's a win in itself. You gave me the ball. I gave it back. I might have said no a second, and I gave it to you, and you gave me all that. I don't care if you say, imagine if you he would have held on to it and stuff. You really don't know. If he would have held on to it, maybe they would have just messed him up behind the scenes and been like, all right, we'll take it. But for him to go get it, he's a legend forever. Like, yeah. he to touch it. You have jerseys. You have a helmet. You have all this
1: stuff. Bro, you have – a fantastic story too absolutely you have a fantastic story you can tell your boys your kids your neighbor frank you know you can tell shout out everybody frank. shout out to frank bro <laughs> <laughs> you can tell anybody that story and you have your house is now littered with the bucks gear dude. yeah and i don't care if you're a bucks fan or not you just happen to you know stumble to that game like no like you uh, yeah and that's that's more than enough, dude. That's mm-hmm. more than enough. Like yeah. the Bucks could have been like, "Yeah, we'll give you cleats, a helmet, and a jersey." That's it. But yeah, two jer- two jerseys, two cleats, jerseys. a helmet, t- tickets, thousand dollars to the to the shop. Took care of him. Took care. Yeah, of I would him. be. I would be like, "Cool, all right." Yeah, thanks. Imagine I'm if
0: you were the one that, let's say, uh, Mike Evans, because he caught three touchdowns that game. Imagine like the first one. That football that if Mike Evans gave it away, he'd be like, I want that damn football. Like, give me the 600th one. But so that was a big thing um, with that one. We'll touch on the NFL picks at the end. Another thing I wanted to bring up is if this is true, uh, J.J. Reddick's going to be going to ESPN as an ESPN analyst. And that's a huge thing for them because they did need someone. I loved watching the show, uh, his show that he did have, uh, what –
1: I was like, he, he better keep doing that because I, I enjoyed that yeah, one. No,
0: so I think he's going to do the same thing. It's like what Matt Barnes and all of them did. Look, The ESPN money is going to be good and all, but the real content is going to be on like the YouTube and podcast yeah, and stuff sure. like that. So hopefully this ends up, from what I heard, it seems as though it is going to end up happening, but JJ Redick will be going to ESPN. The other thing I wanted to end up just bringing up is, so before we dive into two teams, what have been your thoughts so far on the NBA?
1: um ask me in three months <laughs> i don't put any stock into the first half the first half of the season i put no even like probably the first three quarters of the season i put no stock into it because there's i mean the bulls and the and the hornets are both undefeated as of as of right now um mm-hmm. looks like the hornets are up by eight on the on the magic with two, two minutes left from the fourth Um yeah, like, are those two teams going to be in the conference finals at the end of the season? No. I mean, maybe, but, like, no. <laughs> never say never, but never, in the in the words of the great philosopher Mike Tomlin. We'll talk about that in a second, too, actually. Good for him. Um, but I put no stock in the first the first three quarters of the season because there's so, so many teams that just go through the motions and they can win those games. And, like, seeding doesn't really matter to a lot of teams because they know that they're better than the other seven teams that are in the playoffs with them. It's Lakers and the Nets like sure. The Nets, do they, do they need Kyrie Irving to win a title? Probably. But at the same time, you have two of the what? 10 best players in the league. If we're just, you know, going, you have two of the top 10 players in the league. If we're just going off of that, the Lakers, you know, do they need, Russell Westbrook you know should he get hurt knock on wood do they need Russell Westbrook to win a title no they've proven they can win it with just LeBron and AD because again they have two of the top 10 best players in the league like there's certain teams like that who like the regular season does not mean anything Mm -hmm. it's not like the NFL where every single game matters it's not like you know college football where I mean you know Penn State lost one game to Iowa and like they're still in the hunt but they lost second game to Illinois season's over yeah, the the playoff. Your playoff chances are pretty much over. Um, in the NBA. We've learned that the regular season doesn't mean anything to a lot of different teams. Um, so yeah, I don't put any stock into um, into the first three quarters of the season. But it's cool to see like some of the like crazy numbers. Like, um, um what? Who's the the dude from the? Uh, John Morant is averaging 35 points a game right now. That's game, gonna go game. down. That's yeah, that's gonna go down. gonna go down. You know, but like fucking Rudy Gobert is averaging 19 and 20 right now. Like, I mean, three games to be averaging 20 boards, like that's pretty nuts. Like he can mm-hmm. do that, but like these crazy numbers in the first like 10, 20 games of the season that some of these players put up are are pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't put much stock into it. What do you what do you, what do you think? What I mean. Like I said, there's there's certain teams who don't care about the regular season and they can glide through. And I, the Lakers the Lakers put like put forth 100% effort every single night and those guys played all 82 games. Westbrook, AD and LeBron and they just balled out every game. They would never lose a game. Same thing with the Nets. They had Kyrie and him Harden and KD balled out every single night. They would never lose a game. Like but like it doesn't matter. Like the regular season doesn't matter. Those guys don't care about it until it gets to the playoffs when they really earn those paychecks and they ball out. And we've that happen all the time. These teams like, flip on a switch and they're off and mm-hmm. running, you know? Um, so what do you think? I mean, the regular season doesn't matter, right? Uh-oh. Absolutely not. Because, <laughs> and I'm saying this
0: because, so I was talking to Stephen beforehand. I said, we got to talk about the Bulls and the Hornets. My biggest thing, I have two takes on it. One, the Bulls have not played anybody. I'm sorry the Pistons right. are Stevens team. Hey, hey
1: hey, but hey, hey, hey,
0: The Bulls have not played people. They're like, yo, 4-0, first time ever. I mean, I think a lot of people would be able to do that if they had the schedule that the Bulls had to start because they're going to get that wake-up call real quick. Imagine if they had started in the West.
1: Sorry, I lied. The, the Hornets have lost the game so far. They lost to the Celtics. I forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, keep going.
0: Yeah, and it's like the Bulls – They have good pieces, but they started off easy with their easy schedule. to start. They have not played the West teams like that yet. And then the Hornets, they're going to be a decent team, I admit, because LaMelo is fun to watch. There are a lot of people out there that say, I'm just going to watch LaMelo. I think LaMelo Ball is one of those people that Steve and I can both say we have seen since damn near a child to now where he is from like him growing as a basketball player to height. This man was not that tall in the beginning. Now he's out here yeah, he's like buying cars that match his outfit. Yeah, he got tall. And it's Yo, so crazy.
1: Real real quick. I, keep, I hate keep interrupting you, but you're just having a good season to start to start. I'm um, speaking of the Hornets, Miles Bridges. Yes. My guy's yeah. got my guy's got uh He got 31 tonight. Good for him.
0: See the tough thing, and I was listening to people say this. Uh but right what now, does
1: that mean though? What does that mean though? Nothing. You know,
0: it doesn't mean anything to the playoffs. Like in the east, it means nothing. You have to prove it in the playoffs. Um, so that's the big thing with the Bulls. In terms of the Hornets, I think they'll make that next step when the metal ball in clutch time stops facilitating and says, Gordon Hayward, I'm gonna take over. Right <laughs> now, he has been facilitating it to Gordon Hayward going on the time, but Gordon Hayward isn't the person everyone is coming to see play. Gordon Hayward is kind of like that Yoda or that old wise one that's there now that's going to help you all stay on the right track. He's not going to be the one, yo,
1: let's pay $100 to go see Gordon Hayward so that no (laughs) one pass. Gordon's going to be like, look, I'm just
0: going to go in here, get my job, and leave. Y'all came to see Miles Bridges and LaMelo Ball do what they got to do. Crazy thing is, and this is some cocky-ass shit, because Levar Ball said, LaMelo going to be the one y'all want to see. You have three sons, and you said, no, 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 wait for the young one. And, of course, everyone at that point – and I got to give respect to LaVar Ball because a lot of people hated on him. A lot of people said he talks too much. But, I mean, his son did win rookie of the year. And then also Lonzo's doing pretty good. He's finally in a good spot for him. I don't believe L.A. was the correct place for him – if out of the Ball brothers, I had to say which one belongs in LA, it would be Lamelo. He has the flashiness to be in LA. Not talking about fit or anything, but in terms of persona and stuff, it would be Lamelo. Lonzo is a quiet person that they tried to force to be this loud, outspoken person that just wasn't him. So I think he's in a good situation. In what Chicago.
1: about
0: Jello? <laughs> Yo, I feel bad. Jello has the most messed up life. This man was on the Hornets, cut from the Hornets, brought back on the Hornets, and I'm like, damn y'all just really just throwing this man around but so in terms of that's the east the west is going to be the west um the warriors are doing good so i gotta say kudos to them to end up starting again the same way i talked about the eagles when they beat the falcons none of this stuff matters like Stephen just said in the first couple quarters you can win in the beginning but be like yo we about to be good no you have to see them and get some scars get some wounds see how they are how injuries happen and then let us know you got to see when Klay thompson gets back in the fold and everything like that you just saw what my man's nicola Jokic just happened to him just got dunked all over so who knows but i will say shout out to john Morant. he is coming into his own and he definitely has put that chip on the shoulder of oh ja used to play on the same team as zion instead of now it's Oh, John Morant is his own individual person. He's in a good place because, first off, we won't talk about Tony Allen and all that healthcare scamming stuff they did. But John Morant helped put that city in a better spot. We used to be just straight defense, grind, stable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's highlight reels. You come to see John Morant, you know he's going to have a highlight reel. I'd want to see him in a dunk contest. But I don't know if he would do something like that, though.
1: Yo, did I tell you? uh, I didn't, I don't think I told you this. Um, I was up in New York um, last weekend um, for some family stuff. And I was sitting at the hotel when we first got there. And this is an NBA related story. Um, I was sitting at the hotel. um, The wife and kids went off to do this, the family stuff. And I'm sitting there watching the Penn State game. I had it on the iPad because the bartender didn't know how to change the channels on the TVs. (laughs) So, (laughs) your boy, I watched on the iPad. And then the iPad would die. <clears throat> and then I'd use my phone. My phone would start to die. So I'd get like just enough juice on the iPad to switch back from the phone. Not the point of the story. Um, but I'm sitting there and in walks Mark Jackson. M- ESPN announcer for those who don't know. Mama, um, there go that man. Yeah. With, with all due respect, you know, Mark Jackson walks in and I'm like, huh, that's Mark yeah. Jackson. He's all messed up and everything and, and whatnot. And it yeah, means pretty recognizable guy he's like six five he's a big dude a lot taller than i thought he was going to be um but sits down with some folks and he walks by and um looks at me and um you know so he said what up and he said you know first thing he says like I can't do pictures you know i'm like that's that's straight dude like i'm too i'm too into this game right now like to whatever <laughs> got the and i was like, I was like oh, i'm good bro about about it. that's cool yeah Yo, keep walking, Mark Jackson. Keep walking, bro. <laughs> With all due respect, Mark Jackson, keep, keep your ass walking, my guy. Um, but I said what up, and we were talking about, um, we talked about the, the NBA seventy five list, um, and Dwight Howard not making it. Um, I talked to him for maybe like forty two seconds, and he walked away okay. and did his thing. And I saw him again. I had to go down to the car and come back, come back in. We were in the lobby and I saw him. Um, and like he gave me like the what up, like. You know, I'll see you again. I recognized you. Um, okay. yeah. At that point, I was pretty pissed off because Penn State had lost already. So okay. I was like, "Don't get in my face, Mark Jackson. <laughs> not, <laughs> not right now, my guy. <laughs> not my, not not right now, my guy." Um, but no, it was cool. Like he was, he's like, you hear these guys on TV, and then I don't know if you have ever met a you know a commentator, but when they sound like they do on TV, and you meet them in person, and they sound like that it's Mm. like the coolest for someone who who was a journalism major it's the coolest thing to hear them on tv and then them sound like that like just how they just how they they talk like their tone whatever it's like it's like legit it's like real shit um so it was cool to see that he was like he's a nice dude but i was like nah bro like not right now i don't i don't have time (laughs) like he said he said no pictures i should have said that too i should have like yeah bro like like penn state games on like you know how you know, keep walking my guy <laughs> no it, it was cool though like he you know gave me the nod and you and, afterwards and when i saw him again and it was it was cool but um i you know i just said it like wasn't not not now mark not now
0: <laughs> what's crazy i can agree with that because so my dad lives in connecticut and everyone knows that espn is up there so i was able to shadow um Field Yates and Jay Harris. Mm. I was able to do Jay Harris because he went to Old Dominion. So that was kind of like an easy thing in my head. Just being like, yo, ODU, ODU, black guy. All right, cool. So it was one of those things that they sound exactly that same way. I got to um, meet Herm Edwards as well when he was up there too. So just like what Steven said, when they sound the same, they're normal people in person. But like when they're on the camera, it's like, yo, will I ever be able to run into them? And they're just a normal human being.
1: Um, the dude who does um, Monday Night Football, Steve Levy. They got cubicles,
0: by the way. Sorry, keep going. Uh, Yeah,
1: I'm sure they do. Um, <laughs> nice ones, though. Um, Steve Levy, the guy, the main um, <clears throat> commentator for ESPN um, uh, Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Um, he did college football with Brian Ge- Greasy and um, uh, Todd McShay. And they, w- mm-hmm. they did a Penn State game a couple of years ago. And um, we went to the bar. And they were actually at this bowling alley slash bar thing, like every town has. and. I met him, you know, set it up and sounds the exact same. I had like a legit conversation with him about, about the game. And I got to meet Todd McShay and Brian Greasy and they're mm-hmm. cool too. But like, you know, it, he used to do sports center and like, he was, you know, he was one of the main, main names when we were growing up, watching sports center and everything. Yeah. And like, it was, it was cool to meet him and talk about, um you know all that he's done and like how long he's been doing it and whatnot but like he sounds the same and i'm like mm-hmm. i cannot believe that you sound like this like yeah you sound like this in person and like that's like it's not like i don't know maybe you think like when you watch them like they're trying to sound a certain way and talk a certain way about with
0: about his, post malone and tour lights yeah
1: like with <laughs> with a certain cadence and like a certain flow and everything <laughs> like that and whatnot so um no it's just cool to like meet those guys if you ever get a chance like you know, say what up. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like they're my idol and I'm not like disappointed when I meet them, but like, yeah, no, it was cool.
0: When you treat them like a normal person, moral of Steven's story is they'll treat you like a normal human being and you can brush them off instead of them having <laughs> to brush you up. Not uh, no. <laughs> closing up the NBA, I just want to let everyone know about the challenge again. So, Steven's picks for it were Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, Julius Randall, and Kristaps No, LeBron, my
1: guy, you got to play games, dude. Yeah, he does gotta gotta play. play. (laughs) That's like you play to win the game. (laughs) Damn, that's so disappointing.
0: Yeah. So then his bench was Andre Drummond and Jordan Clarkson. On my side, I did make updates to it. Uh, So it's Dame Dallas, Devin Booker. I did want to switch for John Morant, but I'm not making any more changes. Kevin Durant, (laughs) Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid with my bench. Jordan Clarkson and Tim Hardaway. Then going into I'll just say our East Picks that we had. So Steven had the Heat and the Pistons, and I have my undefeated Chicago Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets for right mm-hmm. now. So that's everything with the NBA. I'll just give you guys more information on the Sun Belt to let you know about everyone that's in it. Well, the additions. So another big one, and Steven loves talking about their campus. It's one that I've had friends go there. I have seen it driving by. It is a beautiful-ass campus. But Appalachian State is going to be a part of the Sun Belt Conference as well. That's a beautiful one. I might just be like, you know what, let me go see an ODU Appalachian State game. All tickets on me. Just to go there. And think the aerial view gives it what it is, too. Like you got
1: go to go this time. Like you got to go this time. You got to go October. Yeah. yeah on. Forget like just like, October.
0: Yeah. Forget July. No. Nah, you got to see the trees with yeah. the lights everything. The baseball field, nice. Football field, nice. I don't know about the basketball court. I know everything outside. nice. But yeah. And so the other teams that got added to it, Coastal Carolina, they've been doing good. Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Um, Marshall is there as well. The big one that a lot of people in Virginia know about, James Madison. That is extremely well-deserved for how many years they continue to be in the championship game. Dominate. For Yeah, so I got to give a big kudos out to them. And then Pretty sure it's University of Southern Mississippi. That's also in it as well for the um, Sun Belt Conference. But moving into what?
1: No, no, uh, no.
0: Moving, <laughs> moving into the NFL. So, any thoughts so far on what we've seen in the NFL?
1: I hate First the NFL. Off,
0: those raining games, wild, the wildest things in the world. And I don't ever like to joke around with my mom at times because she was texting me saying, Chris. Did you see that rain game? Forget where it is. It looks like the 49ers are playing. I was like, is it it's San Francisco probably? Is San Francisco in uh, California? My brother's like, no, it's in Idaho. I was like, damn, you didn't have to do
1: that. Damn, <laughs> damn do it to moms like that? Golly. <laughs> damn. And it was
0: wild weather, and it became a rain game. I mean, a running game. And it was like Elijah Mitchell, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor got some nice moves. I will yeah, fully yeah. admit and I never run. got to watch a full Michael Pittman game from start to finish. But when you have them in fantasy football, dog, you watch every play of them. Yep. And I was like, yep. Michael Pittman is so much taller than anybody else out there. And every single time I would just throw it up to him. I remember when he just lobbed up over Drake Kirkpatrick at the end. But overall, the whole game, I think him and what's. Uh, We'll do well together. He can develop into a very good receiver, but he just got to stay healthy and put a little meat on his bones. He'll be straight. Like, he'll be good out there. But let's talk about that Saints Seahawks game.
1: Yo, okay. (laughs) So, I don't understand how you one catch, 85 yards, touchdown Mm -hmm. DK Metcalf. Metcalf. And you don't throw him the ball the rest. You don't even look at him the rest of the game. Yeah. He had. I know, had like two more I, receptions. That's it. What are you? What are you doing, man? <laughs> like I know, I know it's Gino. And that's straight Gino. That's all Gino's fault. That's your boy, though, dog. This man. And we went
0: back and forth because we were like, damn, it's the Seahawks against the Saints. Who do you choose when it's Gino against? Jameis. If it was Drew Brees against Russell Wilson, that's a good game. Like, y'all want to mm-hmm. see that? But Gino and Jameis, Jameis just knew who to throw the ball to every single time. Yeah. Kamara, just go dink and dunk. And Kamara, mm-hmm. gonna do it. But on the other side, Gino was like, I can't find Tyler Lockett out there. I think I see Frank Swain. Maybe let's throw it to him, Justin just, Everett. Oh, just, just throw
1: it. Lob it up to DK. Throw it up, bro. He
0: is going to be one of those people that. You have such an amazing talent, but you guys will never be able to use him because you're not throwing it to him enough. So
1: unfortunate. Dude. The
0: only player out there I see with a pacifier for a mouthpiece day in and day
1: out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, so.
0: damn, man, throwing a ball. Like, he clearly is going to get up and go get it every time. But we'll go into this week's picks, and we'll try and zoom through some of them. So packs cards.
1: Um,
0: I've gone back and forth with this one.
1: Where's that at? So
0: current. Oh, it's in Arizona. Don't.
1: I'm going with the Cardinals. Cause I think the Packers will be without. I'm Would they, be yeah, they be with, are they, are they playing or no?
0: They're both. COVID.
1: Yeah. Give me, yeah. Give me the Cardinals.
0: So I'm going with the Packers. I don't, I looked at the Cardinals schedule. They only have three losable games. And one of them is the Rams, another one is the Cowboys, if another one is the Colts, and then like the Packers. They don't have a tough schedule. So I was like, one of these games I gotta lose. I know they're not gonna go undefeated because once they lose one game, they're probably gonna lose another game because those will start resting players at the end. Only Mm -hmm. time you care about week 17 and week 16 is if you're undefeated or you're trying to make it in the playoffs, or of course, like incentives and stuff. But playoff um, reasoning wise, the Cardinals lose one, they're not gonna focus on it. So I know that they're yep. gonna have to lose one sometime or another. Next game, and I don't care for this quarterback anymore, but Panthers, Falcons.
1: Um, Panthers. No, Falcons.
0: So in the words of no, Stephen?
1: No, 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 no. Um, yeah, Falcons. Where's that at? Atlanta. Yeah, Falcons. Kyle Pitts.
0: So in the words of Steven, Sam Darnold is who? This man went back to who he was before. He is who we thought he was, and it was one of those things. Yeah, terrible first Mm -hmm. couple of games. Everyone was like, "Yo, Sam, you pretty nice. Oh, there you go, found you. that's why y'all didn't want. Yep, yep, that's exactly why. Uh, I got the Falcons in that one. I have Kyle Pitts, and he's finally starting to come into Mm -hmm. himself. I will say, more finally, yeah. Matt Ryan is starting to know who to throw it to. At the sacrifice of Calvin Ridley. He's starting to just throw it to Kyle Pitts and just give it off to Cordero Patterson. Those two have been like his main weapons to go to. And it's getting him some W's out there. So if it's working, keep going with it. Yep. Uh, Dolphins, Bills.
1: Bills. Dolphins,
0: so I, Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. We'll have updates next week because we will be airing our episode day after the trade deadline. So that'll be a big thing to end up seeing what ends up happening there. I have the Bills as well. Got to always go with Josh Allen. Uh, 49ers, Bears.
1: 49ers. Um, Bears are ruining Justin Fields.
0: Bro, that Buccaneers game was horrible. That was a horrible-ass game. Oh, my God. But I have the 49ers as well. Just watch the run game. Elijah Mitchell and them in the backfield. Pretty good. As you can see, they're going back to Jimmy G. Um, Steelers, Browns. so i have the browns as well uh eagles lions
1: i'm I'm not i i don't even want to pick that game
0: this is a very tough game lions (laughs) he thinks that we're gonna give the lions their first win (laughs) yeah
1: going with it so
0: miles sanders is not playing he's injured uh they have gainwell and bart scott that'll probably take over the backfield it doesn't really matter i just look all i care about is the dolphins keep losing Carson Wednesday's healthy, and we're going to be straight. It's yep. going to be a great year next year. I will be at almost every Probably single not. game.
1: Probably not.
0: It's They're going to draft they'll, people.
1: Yeah, they'll screw it up.
0: But just don't draft quarterbacks. So this quarterback class does not seem great. I would almost mm. either trade. Don't trade all three goddamn first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. That's a no-no. <laughs> but <laughs> be smart with what you end up doing because you have a lot of draft capital that you can end up using now. I have the Eagles in this one. I'm hoping that Jalen Hurts can get it together. If Jalen Hurts loses this game, he's not going to be back. Already, I know he's not going to be back. But if you lose to the Lions, you're just, you don't deserve to be a starting quarterback. Titans, Colts.
1: Uh, Titans. They look good.
0: Henry is doing pretty good. Mans Mm -hmm. is just breaking his own records at this point. Bengals, Mm -hmm. Jets. Shout out Joe Flacco.
1: Yeah, um oh man. Um Bengals, they look good too.
0: Burrow. So I like Burrow and Chase connection. CJ Zama is also coming together with yeah. that. Yeah, so they Absolutely. like going to the tight end over there too. Next one we have is Rams Texans. Brandon Cooks might get traded just because he's having a good year.
1: Um Cooper Cup is on pace to break uh, Calvin Johnson's single season record, um, I believe of 1900 and like 64 yards, I think. -hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the Rams.
0: I just gotta say, Matthew Stafford is having fun. When Matthew Stafford has fun, Matthew Stafford is the reason why Mm -hmm. he was drafted the way he was.
1: He's He's a ton of talent around him too.
0: Yeah, he does. Daryl Henderson is another one that a lot of Mm -hmm. people need to take note of. Patriots Chargers.
1: Uh, where's that
0: at? L.A. I was gonna say. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with the Chargers. So, I have the Chargers as well.
0: Uh, Jags, Seahawks. This is not an easy game, and I've gone back and forth.
1: I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Um, uh, Man. I really want to see Trevor Lawrence succeed. I'm going to go with the Jags.
0: So, I have the Seahawks in that one, but I don't blame Stephen for choosing. The Jags One Gino single-handedly. This is about to be game number three that he can mess up. They could have three wins. But because of one person, (laughs) it might be three losses.
1: This is his third chance to screw up a game. This is his
0: third chance. If you remember the Steelers game, fumble. Fumble. That was overtime. This game, you just didn't look the right way you are supposed to look ever. How does Tyler Lockett hardly have any receiving yards in a game? Like, you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Anybody else would love to have those as your wide receivers. And you have Gus Everett. Come on, man. Like, just stop. So oh, it, you wonder why Russell Wilson was chucking the ball in the beginning. Gino just isn't doing that. Um, football team against the Broncos.
1: Teddy two gloves.
0: Really? Yeah, okay, I'm going to go on the Broncos. So just pay attention out there because Jerry Judy should be coming back soon. Um, anyone out there that's in fantasy land, Bucks Saints. Bucks. So I have the Bucks in this one. Other game I have the football team just got to go with Taylor coming off of that Sun Belt agreement. Also okay. for ODU, that starts in 2023 that they will officially join the Sun Belt.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: next game, Cowboys, Vikings.
1: Cowboys coming up to bye.
0: Yes, yeah, Sunday night game. So I have the Cowboys, but the Vikings, they have two good receivers every single mm-hmm. year. Kirk Cousins is gonna continue to throw it to him. Kirk Cousins does not play well in Sunday, Monday night stuff all the time. No,
1: he does not. No, what? he does not. <laughs> <laughs> Final game. And it is the
0: Giants versus the Chiefs. Saquon might play.
1: Saquon might play. Mahomes might not play. Um, I'm with the Giants, dude. Um, I think it's either the Chiefs start going a little bit of a tailspin and then if they lose this game, God forbid, because you know, media is gonna be all over that. Oh, yes. Um Giants can get back to three and five, kind of you know, kind of restart their season. Um, I hope to God that uh, Saquon stays healthy at least, um, enough to finish this game. Um mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll go with the Giants. Yeah.
0: So I got the Chiefs in that one. Um, they need to start going back to the run game. They couldn't last game because they were down so much, but it was the Titans. Like Chinese just know how to do work at times that's it for the picks and everything we'll end it on this so growing up jerseys that was like a big thing you end up wearing them different places but what was your favorite or your first jersey you ever got
1: my first jersey i ever got was a um a michael vick uh rookie jersey for the falcons it was all black um I think that was the first jersey I ever got before I ever got any Penn State jerseys, Steelers jerseys or anything. Um, so that was that was always cool. I still have that in my closet hanging upstairs. I've misplaced a lot of jerseys. Um, I have some in boxes that just aren't hanging up. Um, one of my other favorite ones I still have is a LeBron St. Vincent St. Mary's high school jersey. Wow. Um, I have a um, A-Rod jersey, a Yankees jersey. Um man, I have a for college football fans, I have a uh a white um USC Taylor Mays jersey. Um mm-hmm. that that's I like that. It's a very rare random ass jersey. I was big, I mean I think we all were random jersey collectors. Yeah, like it was just dope. Um favorite jersey though. Oh man, you can go. I got I, I gotta think about this for a second.
0: So my first jersey I ever got. This was back when and Authentic was a big thing. And my first jersey ever was Mr. Super 5, Mr. Campbell's Chunky Noodle suit, Mr. Donovan McNabb. <laughs> wow. Okay. And when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles, I was like, yo, Philadelphia is amazing. I used to like the Flyers, the Eagles, the Phillies. I didn't even know I was not supposed to like the Phillies being from New York. And then I liked the 76ers. So it was Donovan McNabb. And that was like oh. that.
1: I got a, uh, I think my favorite jersey that I have is a um, uh, old school blue Sixers Dr. J jersey. Um, I think that's probably my favorite. That or my A-Rod jersey. I like when the A-Rod jersey because people hate A-Rod. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a very big instigator. Um, people love to talk, talk shit about it. But yeah, I would say my blue Sixers Dr. J jersey um, would probably be my favorite one. Yeah, for sure. So
0: I got one. Very similar to Stevens, but mine is going to be the alternative blue Philadelphia 76ers, Allen Iverson jersey. Mm, Yeah, that was uh, you,
1: you can't get wrong with the Iverson jersey. No,
0: so I had the black one. I had that. I've had like the shirts Allen Iverson, like with the braids, half braids, half afro, like have had them all. So that was a big one. I remember there was a yard sale. And someone up the street, like, was selling jerseys. So I got, like, the LeBron, the J-Kid, the New Jersey Nets, J-Kid, and, like, Red. And nice. this was before I even knew we were going to do this show or anything in the world, when I would give away my jerseys. Oh. But, like, then yeah, I did. Tim I did
1: Duncan, that a couple times.
0: Yes. I had Tim Duncan. I had two Tracy McGrady's. I had the Orlando Magic one, and I had the Houston Rockets one as well. So it was one of those things. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was another one. I even had Denver mm. Nuggets, like, TV and nice. stuff. But, yeah. I had the mellow and the Allen Iverson jersey when they were both in Denver. Throwback time's there for a second. I got
1: I got this one. This is a Marshall Falk Rams jersey. Uh, I got this one when they played the Pats in the Super Bowl. Um, mm. I had a Roethlisberger jersey for a while. I don't know where that went. Um, I have a LeBron Heat jersey. Um, I have a Seahawks Jordan Hill jersey. Probably one of the few people in the world who have that jersey. Um, yeah, that's iconic. I have a Penn State Larry Johnson jersey that's signed by LJ. Um yeah. Um I think that's all I think that's really all I got. I, I had I had the mellow jersey, the Nuggets jersey as well. I gave that one away. Um mm-hmm. I also had a blue Sixers jersey. I had that one in high school, the, the Iverson jersey, gave that one away. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn. Uh yeah, but my the 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 Dr. J jersey and the A-Rod jersey are probably my two favorite ones for sure. Damn.
0: So with that. We covered all the NFL. We covered the cryptocurrency. We covered the NBA. So what you got for the people before we go?
1: Um, tune into the Quicksilence tomorrow night. Um, I'll, um, I'll throw it out on Twitter when I'm going to, about the time I'm going to release it. Um, it's going to be a good one. There's going to be a lot of, uh, it's, it's going to get spicy. Um, going through some of the questions that I've gotten so far. Um, people, Penn State fans just want to know what's up, you know? They want to know where the program's going, who's going to be the coach. Um, they got a lot of opinions. It's a very passionate bunch. So it should be a good time.
0: So I'll leave it with two, make it real quick. Um, first one is a lot of people probably are wondering about the interviews. We had a good amount in the beginning, not as much now. I've started to have a lot of schoolwork and stuff, but it, I have started to talk to a lot more people. This so we guy. Will end up, yeah, we will start to get more uh, as we go towards like November, December. I have a lot in store for December for you all. So don't worry about that. The other thing I wanted to say is talking to Stephen earlier today and it just shows you how long Stephen and I have known each other because I remember when Stephen did not have kids and <laughs> for him to tell me today, yeah, parent teacher conferences, yeah. I was like damn parent teacher conferences, yeah. like sheesh. Yeah. It just I, had, shows you-
1: I had one on Monday and I had one tonight, <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy.
0: That's the craziest part because I just remember when we were stuck on the side of the road to now <laughs> having kids. So <laughs> it's come a long way in life. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, shout out to Yana. <laughs> I know,
0: right? So um, that's it for us over here. Shout out to Shinkatig. I was out there over the weekend with the horses, Asatig and Shinkatig. So those were good times. Steven, all I'm going to say is everywhere we went, I have never seen people go like this to me. Like, <laughs> 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 but that's how I'm uh, gonna end it. Shinka take was cool and all, but we'll catch y'all later.
1: Peace.